Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to my podcast. I hope everybody's having a great end of the month. You know, where this is the last week in February 2023. It feels like it was just yesterday. We were celebrating Christmas and that was, you know, that's how life is. You know, you have to live every moment. Time goes by so fast. And you know, if you have an opportunity to do something, man, do it in the moment and today i'm going to talk to you guys about and something that happened to me which is it's a very peculiar unique type of story and you know before you hear it out there by somebody else um some type of who knows an imposter or somebody who who can probably heard it from the person himself um i wanted to come here and set the record straight say myself because this actually happened to me right and in case you didn't know i am a fashion designer you know i fashion has been my thing i guess you can say since i was very young i grew up in the dominican republic and in the dominican republic when i was very young i knew what i wanted to do i wanted to be a fashion designer designer um, since a very young age and because of that I have said many times you know a, a very well-known designer in my country where I, where I was born is Oscar de la Renta and because of that you know and being so aware of myself when I was younger that I wanted to do fashion you know like my cousins will jokingly will say to me you you are Oscarita now and that was the joke you know for a while because they knew I wanted to do fashion and Oscar de la Renta was very famous. So, you know, you put people like him on a pedestal, I guess you can say, because when you see somebody who's basically doing everything that you want to do when you get older, you're like, you know, it's it's almost like it, it can become easily an out of worship type of thing. Thank God it didn't get that serious with me. All I'm saying that for, for the Dominican culture, the Dominican um people, Oscar de la Renta, achieved, you know, a lot of stuff. And, you know, he made us all very proud of what he did in the fashion world, right? And because of that, you know, you you admire him, especially if you want to be a fashion designer. So he was one of my the person that I admire, you know, his work. I didn't know what he, Oscar de la Renta did on his personal life. And that's the thing that we, as people living here, Christ-believing people, we need to understand that before you go out and idolize singers, celebrities, and things like that, always remember there's a difference be- between liking somebody's work and liking who they are as a person. There's uh, people that do a lot of, you know, things behind closed doors, secret things, right? And that's why you have to disconnect the two and do not fall into idol worship, okay? And it was very important for me to to start by saying something like that, right? Because we, you know, once we like a celebrity, once we like somebody who has achieved a lot of great things, we tend to overlook all the bad stuff. And that's not a good thing either, right? So um, said that, uh, I want to say, you know, Oscar de la Renta to me was a an amazing designer, somebody who, like I said, I admire for a very, very long time. And I admire his, his, you know, how he kept his Dominican roots alive. He wasn't like Americanized 
um but he was like very down to earth too and he i love the way he spoke spanish very dominican style spanish and i really appreciated that and i remember i will never forget one time you know before i told you the story what happened um with me when i met him one time i remember it was like fashion out when it first began in 2012 or something like that and i was watching a live somewhere i don't even know if it was twitter or somewhere and i remember him he had a very well-known merengue band and <laughs> in his fashion boutique in new york city and i said to myself are you kidding me this is oscar de la renta high fashion luxury designer very well known and he has on his you know on his fashion night out event he has uh pochi family and coco band which is a very typical band over there in my country and he had all these people in this boutique dancing merengue and i was like are you this is amazing he's very you know he he doesn't forget where he came from and it was just so crazy to me to see that he's there dancing merengue with this woman you know the high social life new york city dressed up in oscar de la renta there they are dancing merengue because <laughs> that's where oscar is from so i would never forget watching that but anyways so you can imagine you know um a lot of you guys know that I I am based in Connecticut and that's where my family when we came to from the Dominican Republic we after New York City I think a lot of people end up in New York City first and then you know we came and we moved here to Connecticut after a six months living in the Bronx because my mom couldn't find work um, my daddy didn't have room for us you know they were already separated so moving you know, my my mom, like our uncle lived here in Connecticut and my mom said, you know, I, I can't find work. You know, the school years is coming. I don't know what, what to do. It's been already six months. This is not really working out. He said, you know, come, come here to Connecticut. Come check it out. You guys can stay, you know, for a weekend. And of course, the weekend turned into eight months living in my uncle's home, which that's a whole story in itself. But eventually we ended up having our own apartment thanks be to god for that but i guess you know every immigrant uh, family that comes here with nothing will have a story similar to mine right um but what i'm saying is that coming to connecticut was so such a last unexpected event that happened to us um we never when we left the dominican republic we never imagined that we would live ended up living in connecticut and it's just, you know, that's how life is, right? That's why I say, you know, life is so unpredictable. You have to live in the moment, guys. Um, you just never know, right? Um, we actually, I remember my mom planning our coming, you know, to this country. She had a really good job and everything in the Dominican Republic. And she, um, I remember her having conversations with my dad and how the plan was going to be in me i was something i was 11 years old i wanted to know what was the plan i had come and visit new york and i loved it but i you know i never you know vacation destinations sometimes are good for a moment you know and then you're like you're ready to go home i love new york city i love everything but i'm like how are we gonna live here so my mom is like you know your dad is saying that he has an apartment for us and then i'll do this and my brother is, is gonna help and this and the other and the minute we hit jfk every every plan went downhill from there i remember 
um, the same day that we came to New JFK in New York. It was nighttime, I remember, and my dad came with us. He basically brought us, right? And he brought us, you know, flow, uh, you know, he came with us in the flight, and then he had somebody wait for him at the airport, and he disappeared. And thanks be that my mom had already planned some of her cousins and brothers to pick us up from the airport. And they were, you know, they gave us a ride to my mom's, my my mom's cousin's home, which so unexpected, so last minute, you know, here we are coming here to this apartment that was non-existent. And I will never forget, you know, and I know I'm going a little off topic a little bit, but I will never forget seeing my dad leave that airport with somebody else. And we're just standing there looking like, oh, there he's leaving. He was supposed to bring us to this new apartment that he had saved for us in the Bronx, but apparently that never happened. There was no apartment. There was no deposit that my my that they agreed upon. There was nothing. And after six months of sleeping in people's, you know, living rooms and stuff like that, one cousin this week, the other cousin the next week, my mom, you know, she's she called her brother here in Connecticut. And he's like, come by, you know, we'll check it out. Maybe, we'll, you know, you can get some type of job or something. And that's how we ended up in Connecticut, right? So the reason that I'm bringing that up is that after I find out, you know, years passed by all of that, I knew I wanted to be a fashion designer, right? And I was going to do every step I needed to take to make my dream come true. I, I already knew what I wanted to do. I just wanted to get ahead and get started, right? And, you know, everybody or say to me, you got to go to New York, you know, this and the other. So eventually when I found out, right, after going to school and everything for fashion and going even to Italy for to study fashion, when I found out that Oscar de la Renta actually lives right here in Connecticut, um, but I mean, obviously back then because he, he did pass away, but I'm like, he lives right here and he just doesn't live like an hour away from where I was living in Danbury. He is basically like, 30 minutes from where my house was in Danbury, right? So that was a big shocker for me because I was like, what? You know, this person that I, you know, idolize, not idolize basically, but I, I admire for so many years who is doing everything that I wanted to do. He lives 30 minutes away from my house. And that's sometimes, you know, we in our own uh, mind, we make the world so small when it actually is not, right? So he had a house right here in Kent, Connecticut. And, you know, once you start talking to people about fashion and things like that, you know, in Connecticut around Danbury, they, the people will say to you, oh, yeah, my cousin works in Oscar de la Renta's house. He does the grass for him, or he's a cook in his home. Or I know somebody who knows somebody who works at Oscar de la Renta's house up in Kent. Are you kidding me? He's so, like, he's not this person that you see on TV that's kind of hard to reach, that only, like, highlight people can, you know, have a conversation with him. This is actually... He's down, you know, up the hill, up in Kent somewhere, and it's not that hard, right? And it was just such a shocker to me to learn that. And then what happened was that, you know, I eventually, um, everybody like I when I got it when I got to college and got a job in retail, right? Um, 
I eventually ended up going to one of my friends was like, why don't we do this, right? They, everybody knew that I struggled to get a job in New York City, right? So everybody will come up with these crazy ideas, try to help me out. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, Oscar de la Renta doesn't owe me anything, okay? Just because he's from the Dominican Republic, that doesn't mean that he needs to give me an opportunity. And that's another thing, right? The minute you hear somebody who's at least this is a very like dominican culture type of thing right just because we came from the same place and we speak the same language and perhaps might have the same similar stories doesn't mean that you know that you're gonna be hired by them doesn't mean that they owe you a job doesn't mean that they're gonna help you immediately like i don't understand sometimes we make these ideas in our heads and once you understand that nobody owes you anything then maybe you keep yourself grounded a little bit and live in reality, okay? But I know back then uh, people were just trying to help me out. Like I had so many people come with different ideas how I should um, show up at his house in Kent, Connecticut and bring my resume to him or like walk around Kent, Connecticut trying to find him. And, you know, when you are desperate to work in, in the fashion industry, crazy ideas like that, like, they kind of make sense. And before you know it, when I, an idea in your mind makes sense, before you know it, there you are driving around Kent, Connecticut like a loser, um, trying to find Oscar de la Renta. Like, can you imagine, like, famous people, they, you know, not every famous people who walks around their neighborhood doing regular human, like regular things that people do, going to the laundry, going to the supermarket, whatever. The last thing they want is another person to show up and be like, oh, here's my resume. I'm waiting for you to hire me. Like, who does that, right? But like I said, in life, a lot of the times we, ideas come to us and we think they are the best idea and you know, sometimes we find out the hard way that they were not really that smart, right? So once everything get, gets planned out, right? So after much thought, one summer day, me and my friend decided this is the perfect time to do that. And this is what happened to me, right? So we decided to go after work, you know. You know, I remember dressing making sure i dressed up very nicely that day i'm like okay let's go drive around kent because we're gonna find oscar de la renta's house today and we're gonna see if he's outside or he's somewhere in the porch or something right that's that was the whole master plan idea by by myself which is very quite disturbing once you look at it this you know now after so many years um so i was like let's just go Right, we just—it's a beautiful summer day. I mean, by the way, though, I have to say this: I love Connecticut, and Kent, Connecticut, is beautiful. Like, it's one of those places that you just—you know—you just really want to drive around. You know, I'm not recommending anybody to go drive around trying to find where Oscar de la Renta's home was, but I'm saying that, you know, if we, when the idea was, if I didn't even see him, it was still such a beautiful day because Kent is beautiful, right? One time, you know, you can be driving on down the road and then you see horses and things like that. You see a beautiful valley in the mountains and it's beautiful. So it's very, 
it's a beautiful um town but anyway so we decided to go right like i said it was a beautiful summer day perfect weather not too hot not too cold um you know i don't even know what type of what month was it but i remember it was very nice so we're driving around right and we have the address of Oscar de la Renta's home. How do you find the address? That's a really good question, right? Because there's something called Google, right? And it will be, you know, I searched it. I'm like, this is probably it. You know, anything that sounds, you know, you just put his name and, you know, you put the plus sign and you put Ken Connecticut. Some, uh, eventually you will find some type of address that will lead you that way, right? So we take and Ryan go right and we it took us like a long time we're driving around main street we're finding this place but it's so crazy because they're smart enough to not public um publish excuse me their correct address so it would lead us to this place which is kind of like a very off-road type of entrance and we're like this is probably yeah it's probably right here but it looks very wooded secluded area which you know a very expected so he's a celebrity designer right so i'm like okay i was like all right um how are we gonna get up there it's not it's not a good idea that's how when i knew it, it, like it took me for it took for me to get there to figure out this is not really a good idea right so then we're like okay whatever you know we're tired of driving around even though it's beautiful let's just get out of here so we hit you know we go down to main street in Ken and we hit this ice cream place right and we're like oh let's check out some of the shops and maybe go in before they close type of take a look around whatever and see maybe we'll, we'll ask some of the people the locals there right because now this becomes a an investigation i guess so we're like you know let me get out the store as i will walk into the store which is like an ice cream shop i remember it had like a gift shop behind it very old country looking type of store and i'm like okay i don't want any ice cream so i'm looking you know around and they're like okay you guys need any help right and i was like yeah you know everything is so nice here but i was gonna ask you um does do you know where oscar de la renta lives and they're like oh yeah he you know he they live up this way and this and the other are you guys having an event today or something and we're like, no. Um, we're like, no, we just wanted, wanted to know. They're like, do he know who you are? And we're like, oh, no, you know, no, he they don't know who we are at all. Like, this could have been ended up so bad, right, for me to be saying things like that. Such a bad idea because, you know, safety concerns could have been an issue too. Like, why was I? thinking and don't you know don't think that i was like 17 18 years old who didn't know anything i was all the way out of college all the way working for retail for so many years already um and it's just in my head like you know sometimes you think things are the right things to do and you're like oh my goodness what was i thinking but eventually we were like no 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 we were just wondering we're not from around here we just wanted to see you know we just wanted to meet him and they're like okay well he's the, is he is expecting you or not we're like oh no <laughs> it was so crazy because she she kept she it's almost like she knew the family because she was asking us a lot of questions right anyways so 
what happened was that summer day that we never saw him right and thank god you know looking back at it now i'm like oh my goodness thank you jesus that that never happened right because you know um it could have you know it's not the right approach to things like that it's just not the right approach to find somebody's address you know if you you are invited to somebody's home you don't need to go you know you don't need to find their address on the internet you 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 will have it and you are a complete stranger to them he's a celebrity like what's like what are you doing you know but anyways before i tell you what happened so i want to say this right gas gas timing is always perfect and things happen for a reason and you know there's no such thing as coincidence there's a there's a perfect time for everything and a lot of the times we as you know humans we want things our way and we want it today we don't want to wait yesterday you know god will give you something when you're ready to receive it right and that's why i don't like this whole idea when people say you gotta manifest manifest what i don't want to get myself in trouble you know trying to create something that god doesn't think i'm ready for god doesn't see me you know the god does, doesn't want me to do that god doesn't want me to go for it yes yet right or i'm not ready for it or it's not for me right so one cold morning in october i remember um i'm in new york city right i'm dressed up for a job interview for a huge um department store that was gonna that was looking for like entry-level designer right here i am trying to knock on doors again and i have the biggest portfolio you can imagine i was carrying the biggest portfolio i'm wearing heels you know wearing a suit i'm dressed up for an interview and in the other hand i have my umbrella because it was raining it was a cold it's like october is a rainy cold month and here it happens a lot of, like 90 percent of the time every season so here i am passing through you know i left grand central i'm coming down you know towards times square turn on brian park trying to get to fashion avenue right and i'm just coming here i'm turning down and i know it was like um it was not fashion week no it was not fashion. it was october so fashion week is september so i remember coming down turning there on brian park going down towards fashion week and i'm standing there waiting for the light to change right i'm waiting for the hand to, to come up the little guy walking to come up on the traffic light so that i can cross the street across the way so i can continue going towards fashion avenue and here comes oscar de la renta and he stands next to me like are you kidding me and just as i said right now are you kidding me i turned around and i said wow i was so shocked it was the shock of my life i will never forget that encounter um and I was like, wow, Oscar de la Renta. I went crazy. I started talking to him. And he just turned around like, who are you? <laughs> and well, he wasn't like mean. He was very like well composed, you know. This man was sharp, right? He was dressed up head to toe, sharp. He looked like, you know, I dressed mannequins for a long time at Brooks Brothers. So he looked like one of my mannequins like sharp there was nothing flawless about his look like like there was nothing like wrong i remember he was wearing like a blue suit you know the hair slicked back you know the hand in his pocket like he's posing 
or something and he he was co- accompanied by this young not young but like by this light-skinned guy who was more surprised at my reaction than Oscar de la Renta. Oscar de la Renta is like he's just looking at me like smiling and I said you know I talked to him in Spanish I said you know lo admiro desde que era muy pequeña he's like muchas gracias muchas gracias he kept saying thank you very much I said to him you know I admire you since I was a young person like a young girl in the Dominican I said to him very fast right before we crossing the stream I said to him, you know, I admire you so much. I'm here in New York for a job interview. Like, and I kind of like do the motion, like look at my portfolio, like I'm holding it. And he's like, oh, that's very nice. And then the, I will never forget the guy that was with him just looking at me like, wow, she's so surprised to see him. And Oscar de la Gente is very composed. He's like, I get this all the time type of look. But he was very... um very like um he was giving me his attention which i appreciated and even though like i didn't get to shake his hand nothing like that you know my hands were full and in that moment when you're meeting somebody like you've seen all your life you don't think to be like okay let's just put the portfolio aside let me shake his hand nothing like that and to to be honest he was he had both his hand in his pocket so things happen for a reason too right so whatever right um i remember i had the umbrella and i'm you know it wasn't like rainy pouring it was just you know a little thing right and and i had the portfolio in the other hand and you know i'm talking to him telling him everything that i can super fast and then like i said the man that was with him was like you know so surprised at me he kept smiling and saying and like just trying to understand everything that I was saying, excuse me, that I was saying, because I was saying it so fast. But after that, right, eventually it's our time to cross the street, right? So here we are, we're crossing the street. He's walking in front of me with this man that he ha- that, that's walking with him side by, by him. And I saw something that I will never forget. And it was very shocking for me because as I'm giving them, you know, I don't want them to think that I'm following them, right? It's not Kent, Connecticut, right? Um, but anyways, I'm like, let me let 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 me let him take the lead, right? So he's walking in front of me and he's this man is limping. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what's why is he limping? And he's limping. And he has both his hands in his pockets, on each pocket, right? And I'm like, he's sleeping. And I was immediately, I thought, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't even know he was sick. And, you know, you guys, you know, I was on my way to a job interview. So I'm like, okay, which way do I have to go now, you know? And we, we went one black. They're all there in front of me. We went that next black. And then I went the other way, right, because I was going to the job interview. And, you know, that was basically it, right? And I was like, wow. Um, I didn't know that he was sick, number one. But I'm so happy that I got to meet him, right? It was just so interesting. And it's almost like I felt that day that God gave me that. Because, you know, here's the thing. God, God knows my desire, right? And God knows, you know, the Bible says, how is it that you being bad know how to give good gifts to your kids? Imagine your father in heaven, right? Like, 
the year after that, right? Because that was October. I think the year after that, because October 2014, he passed. Oscar de la Renta died. And it's like, wow, I got to actually meet him. And I have a very crazy story on how I met him. You know, I met Oscar de la Renta at a traffic light, right, in New York City. And then I have the other story about me driving around Kent, Connecticut, thinking that I was going to see him then, that I was going to walk up to his house and be like, hey, you know, you're Dominican, I'm Dominican too, and we love fashion, let's work together. <laughs> like, God knows, <laughs> you know, it's always so hard to describe it. All I'm saying is everybody, right? Everything comes out of perfect timing for, you know, if you believe God for something, you have to trust and obey. And God wanted to give me that moment with Oscar de la Renta for me. You know, maybe not not with my other friend, not with people trying to drop my resume at his house, nothing like that. He wanted me to have this story, which is so unique, right? So unique. Imagine if my story was like, oh, yeah, I showed up in his house one day in Kent, Connecticut, and he called the cops on me my friend and then I got trespassed or something right he God wanted me to have that special story with Oscar de la Renta and he also you know he also wanted me to like you know I saw that he obviously was sick so it's almost like I didn't even know that he was sick and then we learned a year after he actually died of cancer so it's just things like that that you're thankful for God that even though he died like a year after that that like I have such a, a special story about him, you know, and I admire, like I said, his work. I admire his tenacity, um, and I I remember saying to him one thing. I remember specifically saying to him, I said, "Dios le bendiga." And he he kept saying to me, "Muchas gracias." I said, "God bless you." And he said, "Thank you very much." So that's my Oscar de la Rente story at a traffic light. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming back to my podcast and listening. I hope everybody has a great um, end of February. God bless. <laughs>